I'm not the girl your mom warned you about, her imagination was never this good. Hot damn. Welcome back to your favorite girls next door. It is episode 10, y'all. Can y'all believe this? That's crazy. Literally. It is crazy. I can't imagine how we made it here, but it's been a fun ride. Thank you for tuning in. Episode 10. I'm Becky from the block. I'm Shay. I'm Britt Brat. And we're your favorite girls next door. Let's go. All right. So this week on the Neighborhood Watch, first, I want to go back and revisit Saweetie and Quavo because we talked last week about them breaking up and this car and all that other type of business. And then this week, like clockwork, I feel like TMZ always with with a good tea released a video of them. It looked like to me what it looked like in the video was that she was trying to get out of the elevator and that he grabbed her and like yanked her back into the elevator but whatever it was it looked like some type of physical altercation it was hard to kind of tell but that's what it looked like to me was that she was trying to get out and he yanked her and grabbed her back in she looked like she hit herself on the side of the elevator and of course that raises a lot of other questions about the type of shit that was going on in their relationship did y'all see that video yeah it was toxic it's toxic as fuck. And then and then the rest of the video, because it's like a minute, two minutes. Um, the rest of it, like she's just like sitting on the floor in the elevator. And they go to a different floor and the elevator opens and some man is standing there. And I'm like, I'm no, this is awkward as fuck. Um, but she's just sitting there. And when she does get up and walk out, she's like limping. Cause granted, when he slung her back in, it looks like his body, which he ain't that big, fell on her a little bit too. So maybe like on her leg. Um, but regardless of the recap of what really happened, how do we, is this domestic violence? What is this? Uh, absolutely. Do, I, how he looked at the camera, he knew he fucked up. He knew he fucked up. It's so, I mean, there, that's all, like, that's all that needs to be told right there. Like he knew exactly. he fucked up. And then the fact that when she he slung her to the ground, like did not go to go pick her up or like console her, he was basically like, "And bitch, like sit there. Yep. I don't give a fuck." What? Yeah, but it definitely didn't look like a. This is the first time this situation has happened. Oh, absolutely. Like, if I'm with somebody and they sling me across an elevator, I think that my reaction is going to be much different. If this is the first time that you've put your hands on me, this is the first time we've had mm-hmm. a physical altercation. I don't want to make no assumptions about what they got going on, but in my observation, it felt very much like, oh, this this seems normal to y'all. This shit happens all the time, yeah. And as the way I was taught growing up, you don't never square up with no man as a female, okay? Because if you square up or you hit a man and he hits you back, you shouldn't have put yourself in that predicament. So my daddy told me, okay? So I'm going to start that premise because in the beginning of the video, it looks like she's throwing something at him. So I'm not going to sit here and say that just Quavo is the bad person. Yeah. Sweetie, you shouldn't, don't, don't put your hands on other people. This is not a men or a women situation. Don't put your hands on other people. Besides that, yes, she might've put her hands on him, but y'all both in the wrong. But I think we should start by saying, like, domestic violence doesn't always have to be the man. Like, right. So that's true. That's what I'm saying. So she shouldn't have. And I'm not. And this is not to say that she started the altercation because that can be a whole conversation. As well. well, who started it? It's none of that. Just yeah. don't put your hands on each other. Right. She swung something at him. He slung her. 
again, as a man, you have normally, you're stronger than a female. That's, you know, the way our hormones and stuff are set up. Um, so I would hope that he had, you know, the power to tone that down or he, any man, if a woman puts their hands on him, which they should not, again, I will repeat, do not put your hands on other people. Um, but he can be like, you know what, I'm not going to react to this. But he reacted and it was uncalled for. He slung her with a little force. She fell on the ground and she's limping out. So it's toxic. And we just got to stop. Y'all got to stop. We've got to stop normalizing these toxic ass relationships. Well, I was just going to say normalizing it because everybody, the the internets was then like, y'all ain't never been slung before. No, bitch. I have not. I mean, actually I have. And I have. And it was awful. (laughs) And like, and I got the fuck out of that relationship. But you know, I don't and know. that okay. That's two out of three. Vishay, I'm. A, I'm sorry, nobody else put their hands on me, child. Yeah, not. But I, w- I was 18 years old. Remember that homeboy when I was talking to literally starting shit. Like I went to the park and was like talking to this other dude to make him mad, and he came up and like yanked me out of that conversation. Like, have you lost your mind? And you know, when I was 18 again because we normalized shit like that I thought it was cute like I I know he still want me <laughs> whatever but other than that especially in my adult years from that moment before ain't nobody ever put their hands on me child yeah. don't send me nowhere absolutely no no I honestly cannot think of a time that someone has for real put their hands on me but I think we also need to stop normalizing these goal relationships because two weeks ago everybody wanted to be sweetie and Quavo so and everybody wanted to be Derek Jackson and the bonnet. So I feel like. I ain't never gonna be that bonnet bitch. Well, I just, I think we need to stop looking at these relationships and being like, oh, this is goals. You know what needs to be goals? Your relationship with God. How about that? Wow. Well, I do want to say, I hope that Saweetie is safe, that domestic violence is a real thing, a real issue. And everybody needs to keep their hands to their motherfucking self. Okay. In the there. All right. And then there was this really, really sad story um, that happened in the D.C. area where me and Beck live. And it was two teenage girls that killed an Uber Eats driver. They were trying to steal his car. He uh, intervened in the midst of them trying to steal his car. And they ended up driving off with him still holding on to the car. They hit a light pole and he was killed. They were 13 and 15 years old. Um, And I just, I think it's so sad. I think it's so sad for so many reasons. Obviously that man is like trying to make a living, provide for his family. It was a normal mundane day for him and his family, I'm sure. And then it turned into something tragic. Those girls' lives are going to be changed forever. There's talks about charging them as adults. It was witnessed by a ton of people who, I mean, I was traumatized watching the video. I can't imagine having seen it in real time. Um, It was just a really sad, sad story. Yeah, but so let's talk about this. So should they be charged as adults? Yes. I struggle with that. And not just in this situation. I struggle with that with all juveniles. Like if there's a reason for juvenile court, and if if the reason is that you don't believe that people that are juveniles have the reasoning to commit crimes that would justify them being charged as adults, then I think that they should not be charged as adults. What I feel differently in different circumstances, I mean, it's not an exact science, but that's what my initial thought is. In this circumstance, I say yes. 
And I what nail what drove the nail home is when they were the man was laying on the ground. Yep. They were getting out of the car and homegirl goes, My phone is in there. Yeah. This man is laying face down. His legs are going opposite ways. Like they say he died at the hospital. He he was dying then. He was dying. And you were worried about your phone. Do I think that these girls woke up and they thought they was gonna kill somebody? No. Do I think that they really had intentions of harming anybody? No. But I do believe when you drove that car forward, you made a decision that somebody was getting hurt mm-hmm. because you have enough sense to know a car is however many tons or how much it weighs, whatever. And when you drive forward, when somebody's hanging out of a car, you made the decision to hurt him. So you, you had decision-making capabilities to do that. And that ain't, that's not adult nor child. You, you know, hurt and not hurt. You know, that three <laughs> don't, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, shit that's going to hurt you. So if you're driving a car that somebody is hanging out of, you made the grown ass decision that you were going to hurt them. So I think they need to be charged as adults, at least the driver who made the decision to drive. But it seems like they're both at fault. From what I read, they're both at fault. Like they were both messing in the ignition, trying to get away, taking on the wheel, like all of that kind of stuff. I don't, I don't even think they even looked at the man when he was laying in the, they on did. the sidewalk, they like did. not once. That's what I'm saying. I watched the uncut version. They have since the internet has like blurred it out and stuff, but I saw that initial full video and my stomach was turning. Yeah. Like literally turning. And they, they didn't look. All she was worried about was her phone and it was fine. Yeah. And I was like, oh no, baby. Because like one of them, I think it's the oldest one, was already in trouble from a previous carjacking. So you you clearly about this life. So I think you sh- you deserve some time. In jail. Manslaughter, absolutely. maximum 15 years. I mean, absolutely. They're, they're absolutely going to jail. Like, that's that's not... But if, but if they're juveniles, they'll be like, okay, you're going to jail for two years. Mm, nope, that's not a, that's not enough time, especially for a juvenile. Because, again, they're going to get out and do that shit again in two years. You need to sit in there long enough to, to let your mind develop, <laughs> since that's the argument. The juveniles, <laughs> sit your ass in there long enough to let your mind develop. And then when you come out, you can make better decisions as an adult. Yeah. I just, I feel so horrible for that man's family. That type of stuff just fucks with me. And then it's recorded. It's all over the internet. Like to me in that situation, thinking about the family, you can't even grieve properly because it's a story. It's everywhere. Like do not put the burden of what these two women or two girls did that ended that resulted in the death of someone do not put that blame that is not shared blame for whoever else was there like the right. people that were right. there that were recording probably thought that they were helping it seemed like they were trying to yell at the girls like get out of the car mm-hmm. do not put the blame on the people around that they didn't intervene quote unquote in a way that you find acceptable i get that we all think that we you know are you know superman but I couldn't imagine the trauma of just being there as well. And then listening to people be like, you should have done more. Right. Right. Because they were in shock. I mean, they were in you, shock. yeah, absolutely. It wasn't a situation where like they were beating him up and people just stood there and watched. Like it was two girls in a car. He was hanging onto the car. 
there wasn't a lot of opportunity to intervene, especially when the car took off down the street. So right. let the blame lie where the blame lies. And that's where it should lie with those two girls. But mm-hmm. don't put that burden on everybody else. Agreed. And also, like, I guess to say that we got to stop sharing shit like this. Like, I know you mentioned, like, the families, like, seeing this. Like, they are forever going to see this. Like, they shouldn't have had to witness this. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't have. And when I saw the uncut video, I literally asked who showed it to me. I was like, where do you get this from? Like, why, why is this yeah. still on the internet? Again, we control everything else. Take this down. Yeah. Um, and like I said, today, I saw that, you know, yesterday or two days ago. Today, somebody was like, oh, I'm trying to find the video. It's gone. I was like, good. Good. It needs to be. It, it needs to be. It, there is nothing you're gonna gain from watching that video. I promise you. It traumatized me. Let it. Let it be done. One last thing, just on that subject of videos and things like that, because the George Floyd case has started, um, or the Derek Chauvin case. George Floyd is not on trial for his own death, but the Derek Chauvin case mm-hmm. has started, and I just want to give all of us permission to engage in that the way that we see best fit. If it is not mentally healthy for you to continue to like watch that video over and over again or to keep up with the trial super intently where those images keep coming up or to keep having to hear about what happened if that is traumatizing to you just as a black person it is okay to remove yourself from engaging in that like it's great to stay informed and and know what's going on but you there's no obligation to re-traumatize yourself going through that trial and i think sometimes we have to give ourselves permission to to disengage like that doesn't mean that you care less that you're not as involved it just means that for your mental health you're taking a step back and i think we all need to kind of evaluate that because that video was traumatizing as well and bringing it all back up again is re-traumatizing traumatizing yeah oh that was heavy oh okay sorry (laughs) that that was a lot And then we had um, the Real Housewives of Atlanta this week. So, Beck, I know you got notes and everything of of what you captured from this week's episode. So I'm going to let you take it over with what happened on Real Housewives this week. Yeah, girl, I always got to have my notes because I be forgetting, okay? So it really nothing happened this week. Let's be honest. Didn't shit really happen. Other than we are continuing to see Portia um, and Marlo fight about being friends with Kenya basically but I think they had a decent conversation and you know Portia kept the door open at the end of the conversation where she was saying you know when y'all fall out or when you fall remember who the real ones were which I think was a a grown-up thing to be like you know because sometimes people like well when she backstabs you don't come running back to me she's she said she gonna backstab you but remember who the real ones were and I'll be there and that's what Marla said like well you gonna be there to pick me up I don't know if I would have been able to do that because I'd have been like nah bitch pick yourself up but (laughs) that was very mature of them um but i think the thing that i wanted to talk about was if they are really friends in this conversation marlo asked her if what kenya was saying the accusations about sleeping with bolo were false or true what are your thoughts on that i don't feel like a friend would ask such a thing on camera absolutely that's what i yeah on camera on camera like that was a conversation that should have been had off camera Cause I'm gonna cut you out off top for even like off top. the what the fuck you asking me if that shit's true mm-hmm. like or false like no fuck you and that's what Portia says she says Tamia did not have to ask me if that was true or false 
Like she was naming like her friend. My friends did not have to ask me if that was true or false because they knew that was false. Right. And Marla was just like, well, I, I don't want to ask. No, you shouldn't have had to ask. If we was really friends, you shouldn't have had to ask that. And if you did, bitch, text my phone separately from production day. They always act like like the cameras just happen to be there and we just had to say something. Like, no, y'all don't film every day and you got my number, bitch. <laughs> like, we don't have to talk about this while the camera's rolling. That took me. I said, oh, bitch, I, oh. We, we would have been fighting at the Healing Twerk Center, as they call it. We're in a healing space, the Healing Twerk Center. I said, oh, is this what healing is? I thought they was in a yoga studio. Is it a twerk center? The mm-hmm. bounce house. What did Candy say? She ain't got no jiggle. Candy ain't got no jiggle with all that ass, child. Bless Candy Lohart. <laughs> she is so upset that she was not having fun because she can't dance. Mm-hmm. Um, but bless her. And other than that, I mean, Kenya is still just being diva Kenya. Um, she didn't want to have any fun with the girls dancing to get a room. So she got her own room. Do that. Do that, sis. If that's what you want to do, do yeah. whatever. Float your boat. Okay. And she's like, I can't believe I would have a, a small room and I have Brooklyn. Nope. If you would have jiggled that ass that you was jiggling on the table when Bolo was there, you could have had a nice room. You but and you Brooklyn. You and Brooklyn. Because Brooklyn didn't want to be in that little bitty ass room either. Jiggle your ass for your daughter. Jiggle your ass the way you made that daughter, okay? How about that? <laughs> How about that? But actually, Brooklyn, look, she she's so cute. Uh, but her badass don't need to be in them nice ass hotels. No way. She wrote all over everything. Sis she, needs a nanny. The fuck? A, hello. Sis had Marco on her <laughs> breakfast sausage. <laughs> How do you draw on your food? <laughs> I love her. I do. I mean, she's a baby. That's the shit babies do. That's why you can't have babies living on a, a life luxury. Trip. On a girl's yeah. trip. Like, babies are supposed to know that they're not supposed to draw on stuff. They babies. They gonna fuck some shit up. Okay? That's why they don't need to be there. That's what Portia said. She said, I want to try to ask me about bringing my baby, but I wasn't gonna do that. This a girl's trip. Yes. <laughs> I love her. Like, give me the opportunity, but baby, this is a girl's trip. I'm here to twerk. And because <laughs> she got asked to jiggle. For days. <laughs> all of that. But that's all. That's all, child. So we're going to tune in next week. And hopefully they are secure in this hurricane. But we're going to report back and we'll see. I mean, we know they made it. So, you know, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> they all alive or whatever. We good for a good spoiler. <laughs> our bad y'all our bad well we will see what happens next week and we will be back to update y'all and also y'all let us know what y'all thought about the episode too so we can we can see what y'all think too all right we are about to get started with word on the street we will be back in just a second bye bye All right, guys, welcome back. It's Word on the Street. And guess what the Word on the Street is this week? Black women are bougie. <laughs> now, if y'all can see Vache's face, that was not what I told her we was going to talk about. <laughs> but... It's not. It's not. It's not, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, follow me, follow me, okay? This thing with Black women being bougie, I think we need to define the difference between bougie and having standards which also tumbles into black women deserve luxury. But before we even get to what we deserve, let's demystify this whole bougie and standard thing. Cause that pisses me the fuck off. Okay. I, I can tell that you're passionate about this. <laughs> Please 
say more (laughs) no because it just is so annoying especially I feel like recently I had just met someone and I felt like every time I would say something or do something he'd be like bro you bougie and I really wanted to be like okay what is your purpose in telling me that I'm bougie is it because you broke and you don't want (laughs) like are you telling me that you're not going to you know, fit the bill for my lifestyle, which A, never actually that because I'm very much an independent woman. Um, or are you saying I'm bougie? Is this a compliment? Also, what the fuck is bougie? Because to me, bougie is just, I don't know. And I don't think I'm bougie. I just like nice shit. And it's not even extra shit. It's just having standards on things in my life. What? What you got to say? <laughs> First of all, I'm trying to regather on the topic. <laughs> this show is not supposed to be a jack in the box. It's not, <laughs> it's not a surprise at the bottom of the bag. <laughs> but you and I had a conversation about the conversation you had with this person. So I remember this. And I think that understanding what people mean when they say bougie, like, is it a dig or is it just a descriptor is important because you are bougie. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. What's I don't think that's a problem at all. Okay. What's bougie? Things that I think are bougie. I don't necessarily think, but to me, bougie is not a bad thing. Like to me, it's not like to me, bougie and stuck up are two different things. I don't think that you like, treat other people poorly or look down on people but i think that you like expensive things you like things on sale but you like things that started expensive and then <laughs> went on sale i don't think there's nothing wrong with that so if i were to say you're bougie it wouldn't be a dig it would be more of a descriptor because i don't think you're stuck up that would be a dig like if i thought that you were mean to people or that you were uh, like Toya and Real Housewives and you were talking about poor people do this and broke people do that I don't think that you're like that so if I say you're bougie that's what I mean okay but that's that's for you I guess we're gonna say it's for different people the Urban Dictionary says that bougie is aspiring to be a higher class than one is derived from bourgeois I guess it's a word that's spelled fancily meaning middle upper class traditionally despised by communists okay so that last part i don't think nobody in modern day really we don't classify it as despised by communists or you know looking down too much i think that for most millennials bougie is just you got a lot of money you spend a lot of money you like nice things However, again, because this is not a podcast about me, I brought the topic. (laughs) Well, we know I'm not bougie, bitch, so it ain't about me. (laughs) I would say you bougie too. That's what I'm saying. It's like the people I hang out with are probably all bougie as well. But that's just because we like nice things. So that's what I'm saying. Like, are we bougie? Or do we just have standards to like nice things? Because I can get nice things from the thrift store. I fucking love the thrift store. Yes. <laughs> like that doesn't, but there are people that will not go to a thrift store. But you go to a thrift store because you're looking for specific items because now the thrift store is trendy. Like true enough, there's like the, the people that are, what I would say stuck up that will not go to a thrift store. But people like show off their Goodwill finds and stuff like that all the time. I drive Clearplast Food Line. 
every day. Mm-hmm. I don't like food line. I don't think they are clean. <laughs> every time I walk mm-hmm. in, it does not look appealing to my eyes. So I may go to Trader Joe's. I may just go to Giant. Giant's not bougie. It's a grocery store. But that's my standard. If I don't like Food Lion because it's not appeasing to my eye, that don't mean the boot, Food Lion is trash. And see, that's funny because I drive straight past Giant and take my ass to Harris Teeter. And that's a Giant around the corner from my house. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. There, it. We can just have standards. So it's like, yeah. So do you just not like the word? I, like, I does the know. word bother you? I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but... And I, I want I want the neighbors to tell us too, if they take offense to it. Sometimes I guess it depends on who's saying it. Some days because, yeah. like I said, y'all call me bougie all the time. We laugh about it. I think y'all bougie too, so I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> but when other people say it, it's like, what is your point here? Yes, I like nice things, and that's what I was saying to go into our kind of our real topic was black women deserve luxury, so. I'm not saying black women, you know, deserve to be bougie. Everybody, be bougie. Do what you want to do. But you can just have standards and that not be luxurious. I don't think my life is luxurious. I don't drive what what people would say is like a luxury car. It's the luxury car of the line of cars that I have. But I'm not driving. (laughs) I don't have, you know... A Bentley or a Beamer. I did the same thing. See, I don't even know that shit because I don't keep up with shit like that. I, I couldn't tell the difference. I just learned that red bottoms and Louboutin purses was two different things. Bitch, I thought they were the same thing. Their names are similar. <laughs> so I think for you, it's... This is not about me. We off of me now. I was using me okay. as an example to start the conversation, but this is not about me. Okay, it's not. But I want to make this, this point because I think this might relate to people in the neighborhood. Okay. I think that the intent behind it, like you were saying, is what's bothersome. Mm-hmm. Because there's nothing wrong. If somebody were to just say, you like nice things. Like, I don't think that anybody would be offended by like, yes, I do like nice things. Mm-hmm. But the word bougie seems to be a point of contention in the intent that it is framed. That being said, I do think that Black women deserve luxury. I think that we deserve all the things. All okay, the but what is luxury? Because again, as soon as we start to deserve something, then it we're bougie, or especially for other people, I feel like in dating, then it's like they go diggers. First of all, nobody asks you for any of the things that we have. <laughs> well, some people do. I don't, I don't quite have that knack, but some people ask for shit. <laughs> But for the most part, just because we have nice things, again, does not mean that we need you to purchase these for us. Granted, if you want to purchase us a gift, you should just make sure it's something thoughtful. Because if you can't afford the things that we want, just do something thoughtful. Some flowers, some candy. But don't buy me something that you don't think that I would wear. And again, I would wear some shit from Target or from Walmart, but... It's, it's just the different style sometimes. Like, if you can't quite figure that out, just do something thoughtful. But that don't make... That's fair. Yeah, like, that doesn't make me ungrateful. That doesn't make me be... make. I don't want you to feel like to buy me something, you need to buy me, you know, some jewelry or something like that. You don't have to. This is what I like. Okay, with that, and I'm just asking questions. 
with that though, I think any person in a relationship, man or woman, wants to be able to buy their significant other things that they like, mm-hmm. right? And thoughtful gifts are, are nice as well. Like, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. And I think that any gift should be thoughtful, whether it's expensive or not. Like, don't just buy me some random expensive shit that I'm not going to use or want or like or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think that sometimes we fall into this trap of like, you don't have to buy me expensive stuff but if you like expensive stuff that's what you like or and not even necessarily expensive but anybody is going to want to buy you the things that you have mentioned that you like mm-hmm. right so if you like jewelry just because that's the example that you gave if you like jewelry and you like a certain type of jewelry that's expensive he's going to want to buy you those things because those are the things that you like like that's that's anybody. Just like I want to buy my husband the things that my husband likes. If those things happen to be expensive, then that is what it is. But I don't I want to buy him things that he likes. I think that's like human nature. That is human nature. That is. But again, that I can't change so I'm supposed to lessen the things that I like for other people. No. No. So it's like this is what I like. These are the standards that I have for my life me black women around the world white women everybody whatever but it's always i feel like there's just always a connotation like when we say black women deserve luxury it's like oh what is this now first of all you don't even know what luxury is luxury is not the same person same thing for everybody mm-hmm. luxury for me and luxury for you could be two totally different things what's luxury for you Who cool. luxury for me Let's see. I've never, I'm, that's crazy. I've never really thought about it. Luxury for me would be like, mm, I don't know. Hello. Is that weird that I don't know? That is weird. You got to get a people something. What's luxury? I do. I would love like floor seats or box seats at like the finals or the Super Bowl or something like that. That would be my version of luxury. Is that expensive? Probably should I never looked it up. I just assumed I can't afford it. <laughs> but that would be something that I would say is a luxury because that would be something for me and my personal interests that I would really enjoy. I would enjoy that way more than a bag. I would enjoy that way more than a pair of shoes. Like that would be something that I would really, really enjoy that would be expensive. I would say that that'd be luxurious. Yes. But I, I, so one word that you said there is something that would be expensive. For some people, luxury ain't always expensive. Though. Okay, so, so what is luxurious that's not expensive? I would say sometimes it's just lifestyle. When I think when it's like, what do people deserve or what do I want? I want a lifestyle. Well, I don't balance a checkbook. Period. That's expensive. That's not very expensive. That is, that's yeah. not, listen, Rebecca, listen, listen. You have to have a certain amount of money to not have to worry about the amount of money that you got. You don't, but all the time, if you live within your means. Again, I'm not a person, I'm not going out buying Louis Vuitton bags because first of all, I don't even know who the designers are. <laughs> I can afford them, but that's not like, ooh, I need this purse, right? Mm-hmm. But I can live my life with nice purses, nice jewelry whatever and not have to like always be like "Ooh, do I have to move money around for this what do I need to do I feel like you can be a very middle class person with a regular ass job 
who saves money normally, like nothing extra, you take 10% of your check or whatever you want to of your check each month, put that to the side and just live a carefree life. And then you can have some of those luxurious experiences that you speak of and get box seats one day because you've saved as well. That's that's what luxury is to me. It's just literally just living my life within certain means where, yes, there will be days where I get nicer things. But if I can have a baseline, I have decent clothes, my mortgage is paid, I got gas in my car, that's luxury. But you have to amass a level of money to be able to live like that. Because things happen. Mm-hmm. And, and that doesn't happen overnight. Like, you don't get a job and then all of a sudden don't have to balance your checkbook. Like, you you have to have a an amount of money available to catch mm-hmm. you if you fall to be like, I'm not going to worry about what I'm spending. Mm-hmm. And middle class... That's why you can't... And, everybody can't wake up and do that. <laughs> exactly. And middle class is a very large span of people. Anywhere from like damn near check to check but with a decent house and a decent neighborhood to like you know six figures and whatever like six figures Mm -hmm. is not upper class like (laughs) it's a good amount of money don't get me wrong but that would still be considered in the grand scheme of things middle class so I think that that is expensive to be able to just say I'm gonna not balance my checkbook that takes money now, maybe you don't have to, like, reevaluate your life every time, you know, you go to McDonald's or every time you run to Target or whatever the case may be. Like, I can understand that. But to just be like, I'm just going to have money. I'm just going to spend it. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not going to look at it. That takes money well, to yeah, be able to have the flexibility to I do mean. that. I mean, I'm not going out spending $100 a day going to Target and to McDonald's. I'm just living my life. I'm going to go, what I do this week? I go get my nails done. Go get my lashes done. Little shit like that. That is, I'm going to do that every two weeks. Those are things that are included in my day to day that for some people that, that can be extra. They cannot do that. So let's say I've strived to a point where I can go and do the things that make me feel good. That is a normal day to day thing for me that, that would be luxurious for something. To me, that's included. I need my mm-hmm. nails done. I need my lashes done. I need my eyebrows done. And I need a massage monthly at the minimum. Okay. So for you, it's not a, I'm never going to look at my money. It's, I know how much these things cost. I understand that I can afford these things. Boom. That's how it Okay. Because I thought you meant like, I just want to be able to swipe and not worry about it. I'm like, well, no, that takes no. money. No, 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 no. Maybe, and maybe I didn't articulate that well. But yeah, that's all I'm saying. Because I am a very, very frugal person to begin with. But again, there are certain things that I will splurge on. Like, bitch, I missed $25 full sets. <laughs> My nails last week was $95. We will never get back to $25 full sets or $15 fillings, even though I want to. <laughs> I, I very much so want to. Um. But I understand we are no longer there anymore, but this is still something that's important to me. So by golly, I'm gonna spend $100 on my nails. And that's what I'm gonna do. And that's what's luxury for me. That's for me. That's your luxury. That's my luxury. These are the things that I need to, I think luxury low-key for me is like experiences. I feel like I say that okay. about most things in life. Like it's experiences. This is shit that I like to do that makes me happy. 
my nails done, shit's done, I get a massage, I'm happy, I can go out to eat every now and then. I'm not trying to do this shit every day, but it's just having things that make me happy. Okay, so do you feel like there's a stigma against that? Like when you say yeah. that's your version of luxury and black women deserve, you feel like there's a stigma against those things? That's, I feel like that's the only shit I do and then people won't call me bougie. <laughs> I won't be like you. Why you won't be like me? I just go get my nails done. You can find you a place to go get you a nail done. If you probably, if you didn't get <laughs> much of the shit that I get on my nails, maybe you could get a $30 full set. I can't do that. You find what works for you. But it's like, oh, she's bougie. This No. Maybe I'm just living a life of luxury that works for me. That makes okay. me happy. That's all. And do I deserve this? Fuck yes. Because I go through life every day as a black woman explaining to people why I'm not bougie. (laughs) (laughs) I think that you, I think you absolutely deserve that. I will give you that. I think you deserve to get your nails done and your hair done and get your massage. I see absolutely nothing wrong with that. But I don't understand why somebody would call that bougie. Hair and nails and things like that. I don't understand why somebody would call that bougie. You'd be surprised. Like I said, those are, those are the things that when people ask me, like, what do I spend the most on? It's shit like that. Like, when I ordered that last wig I got, I paid like four fifty for this wig. This nigga was like, oh my God, you so bougie. That four... It's an investment. My hair needs to be done. I can wear this for a while. You take care of good quality shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, that but nothing also, about that like, is crazy. Fuck no. My husband thinks I'm bougie because I refuse to cut the cable off. Oh, well. Oh, well. <laughs> I need to watch my stories. Oh, so, well. Oh, well. That, and you deserve that. You deserve to watch your stories. I absolutely deserve to watch The Young and the Restless every day. I, I mean, have content on giving it up. That that works that works for you. You ain't gonna watch Young and the Restless at my house because watching Young and the Restless is not included in my definition of luxury. So there you go. There you go. We both have our separate shit. So when it comes for black women too, it's like don't define what luxury is for you based on other people's standards. Because again, yours, you wanna watch Young and the Restless. Another friend of mine might wanna buy a YSL bag every two weeks. Do what do what works for you yeah figure that out and if it's something that is currently outside of your means figuring out how to you know achieve that you can do that figuring out the ways to achieve those things that you want to do but you don't have to sit here and lessen yourself or lessen your standards for other people if your oh, favorite restaurant not. is Mastro's, then bitch, go to Mastro's. And if your man can't take you to Mastro's, if you have the means, take his bitch ass to Mastro's. But I would prefer you just go by yourself. <laughs> That's rude. You like Mastro's. Do the things that make you happy. No, that's rude that you're going to go. You're not going to take him. That's rude. <sighs> bitch, I mean. But I think that we do have to get to a point where we have to have an honest conversation. And this is probably another word on the street for another day. But I do think that we have to get to a point where we have an honest conversation about the financial expectations that we have of our partners. I think that Mm -hmm. Black women specifically 
have gotten wrapped up in this whole, it's not about the money and, you know, it doesn't matter what he makes and this, this, that, and the third. And I'm not implying that it's solely about the money, but I think that we got to have an honest conversation about what our expectations financially are. Because I think we put ourselves into a box where we're like, oh, it don't matter, you know, if he can't provide, then you mad because he's not providing. Okay, well, it can't be both. I think that we should have been upfront about that to begin with. It can't be both. And that's why I say when luxury, you need to define that shit for yourself. You need to define what that looks like for yourself. Once you figure out what that looks like for yourself, then you can figure out if you're blessed to be in a relationship that not all of us are blessed to be. You can communicate what are those expectations in relationships and shit. But you, because this is one thing you're not going to do, because then I am going to call you a gold digger. You're not going to be like, I can't afford this life of luxury. And then you get a man and you want him to buy you a Birkin. Bitch, can you afford a Birkin? That's fair. Not a Birkin. You, you need to, and you can, you can like Birkins. You can have that as a wish list, but you also can't be like to this man, I need you to finance my entire life. Absolutely. That's conversations like you, you need to figure out what luxury is for you. And then, yes, a Birkin is on your wish list or whatever it is that you want one day. But don't be shooting high for the stars. And, and you can everybody has wishes. I, I want a big ass house in D.C. Am I going to get that? Probably not. Doesn't Why? Because it's expensive. The house that I want, <laughs> I can buy that shit in Texas today. Beautiful. Can I buy that shit in D.C.? No, ma'am. I cannot. <laughs> no, that is a goal of mine. I would like to be able to one day, but I can't do that. Uh, but I want you to figure out what luxury is for yourself. And don't let other people's standards of luxury define you. Just because okay. your friend got a YSL bag don't mean you need a YSL bag. Do you want a YSL bag? Do, you know, what is Or you just want one because she got one. That's stupid too. Also, can you afford one? That's probably the most important question. Also, can you afford one? But I did hear that guy lay away. Don't buy no YSL bag if your tooth is laying on top of your other tooth. Oh my God. <laughs> you and people's teeth. I do. I agree with you. I think that black women deserve luxury. I think we're going to have a part two of this conversation where we talk about honest expectations of our partners. Yes. Because I think that's important. And... I don't think that we do that enough. I don't think we have that that good, transparent conversation about what your expectations are. But I also agree with you that you cannot have expectations of them that you do not have for yourself. This is not to judge nobody. Some people have just never thought about it in that way. And that, that's all we're here to do is to give you a different perspective on thought. This don't mean to say that our thought is right. Because somebody else might be like, fuck that shit. You deserve luxury and your man needs to give it to you. So give him a list of what you want. If that works for you, you know, I just don't feel for your self-care and your happiness because, look, you need to figure out some luxury that don't involve other people because you need to be happy by your damn self. Okay, so as we wrap it, what is your final, after this conversation, definition of luxury? What makes you happy? Okay. Her. So by, by by traditional standards, it doesn't necessarily have to be luxurious. It's your personal luxury. This is a luxury for me. This is a luxury for me. Okay. What about yours? I like that. I like the idea that it is personal for you. What makes you happy? I do think that luxury is going out of your way 
to make yourself happy, like something that you may not do for yourself every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, but using your thoughts and your definition of making yourself happy, I don't think it necessarily has to cost money, but or it doesn't have to be expensive per se, but something that is not a part of your every single day routine, but you have set aside time to make happen for yourself. I can agree with that. See, you always say it better than I say. That's how we work. <laughs> Team. Work. Work. Team. Baby. Think. It. Over. Bam, 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 bam. Bam, bam, it's an inside joke. Bam. It's an inside joke. It's an inside joke. <laughs> you guys will never get it. And it's cool. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. But as she said, as we wrap this up, yeah, we, we deserve luxury. Yes. We do. Agreed. Agreed. All right, y'all. That is Word on the Street for this week. Thank y'all for listening. We will be back next week. Make sure that you like, rate, subscribe. Make sure that you share the podcast um, on your social media and with your friends because we can see y'all listening. So make sure you share all that. And we'll talk to y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Go home, Roger. Roger.